Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to 
Blog Talk Radio and Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. Um, I'll be your host this week, and I am Elder Charlie Pritchett, an associate elder at the New Hope Apostolic Church in uh, Danville, Virginia. Along with us this week, we'll also have uh, Brother Hazley from Newport, I'm sorry, from Norfolk, Virginia. Um, Brother Hazley, you want to say good morning to the people? Good morning, everyone. God bless you. And this morning, we want to continue on with something that was started. Uh, it's been a few weeks ago now. The moderator of the program, Evangelist MacGyver, uh, brought up a subject about what women want, what women need, and what they expect. And she and her team gave it from a female perspective. And we are here today to come forward with the male perspective on some of the same things. Yeah, and um, we just thank God for our being here this morning. We give all honor and glory to Him. And this morning, before we do anything else, we always like to start off giving God His due, giving God the praise. Let's pray that we will have a good program with something that we said would reach and touch and maybe motivate the not only the men but the family units that God has placed in our hearing area. So let us go to the Lord in prayer, Father. In the name of Jesus, we stand in your presence once again, humbly submitting ourselves yes, to be used of you. Yes, Father. Father, we ask that the words that we say will be seasoned with grace, Lord Jesus, but they will be informative and that you will be able to use us for your glory. Father, we ask you to bless each and every the hearers of the word of this morning. Father, bless us to do your will. Father, we know that without you we can do nothing, but with nothing. you we are more than conquerors. And so, Father, we give you all honor and all praise, and we just say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We just want to continue on this morning. I was talking to Brother Haley just a second ago, and I said, before we start, I want to give kind of homage and tribute to uh, a woman, a virtuous, a Proverbs 31, virtuous woman who transitioned this week, and she was one of the mothers of our church. And that was the mother Mae Dunlap. Um, mother Dunlap was, like I said, she was 88 years old, and she was, uh, if I want to put it this way, she was one of the epitome of a Proverbs 31 woman. She was loving, which she always, she was stern, which she needed to be. Uh, she was one of those women that she could rebuke you and do it in love, and you wouldn't realize that she had rebuked you until you stepped away and said, oh, man, she did that, you know. She stood for God. She stood for no nonsense. And that we are the church is going to be, she's going to be greatly missed by our church congregation. But we know that the Lord, all of us have a time, and you know her time to be with the Lord has come. And we just hope that we will be able to remember her. Well, we will remember her, the legacy that she leaves behind. And we just give our condolences to the. Dunlap and Ratliff families are in the style of bereavement. We are going to continue on. Last week, we touched a few things that were that were really, really sensitive to everything that we need. And so we just want to continue on in that vein. Uh, and our base scriptures that we used were Proverbs 31. And this Proverbs 31 um Scripture is something we want to break down. We want to break down, and we are going to use some scriptures from it. 
And um, Proverbs 31, we're not going to use the whole, the entire, the entire scripture, but we are going to touch some of the key points in it. And um, we were going to start off using Proverbs 31, verse number 11 and verse number 12. We want to use, well, we're going to start with that Proverbs 10, just to read that as a jump off for us. And it says, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. That starts us off right there. You know, who can find a virtuous woman? You know, the statistics say that there is a, the women in the world virtually outnumber the men. So there is a variety of women out there, but we as men of God and as men in general, Every, every every woman that you find, and I'm not putting anybody down, and I'm not talking down to anybody, but every woman that you find may not be for you. And so the Bible says, who can find a, a virtuous woman? And then it says, when you, you know, it just goes on. It implies that once you find that virtuous woman, her price is far above rubies. I mean, you found something good. You found something precious in that virtuous woman that you find. We go on from there to verse 11. And these were 11 and 12 were the first two verses that we wanted to get to. And it says, the heart of a husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. And I'm going to let Big Hazley jump in and just, you know, speak on that point for just a second. Go ahead, brother. Um, Yes, sir. Good morning, everybody, again. Um, I just believe, you know, a woman of God, uh, Proverbs 31 woman, she, she's in the making, too. I mean, you know, um, we're, we're all growing in the Lord. I watched my wife. I mean, you ever heard of a diamond in the rough? She, um, she was a diamond in the rough, like a diamond. You go into the mountains of Africa and find a, a diamond in, in the walls of the mountains, and you would take a, a, a whatever you use to break the diamond out of the mountain. But you take it and you would go and carve it. You would get all of the mountain dirt off of the diamond, and you would place it on a, a kind of like a spindle, and yeah. you would shape it and mold it. And then you would set it in its place, and then there it be um, shining and beautiful. You know, I think a woman of God, a Proverbs thirty-one woman, is in the making. She had to get to that point, if that makes any sense at all. And I think uh, all of all of our uh, women of God, Proverbs thirty-one women, are being made. I'm watching mine yeah. being shaped, molded before me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> She has come she a will. long way, and she's being perfected. It's like every week now, you know, and um, things is just changing with her. You know, she just blessed me with some information yesterday about her. I almost got tears in my eyes, but uh, that's the last thing I'm going to say to anyone else. But uh, she she blessed uh, me with some information about her, what she's getting ready to do towards the ministry. And I just was, I'm just like, thank God, you know. And my Proverbs 31 woman is being um, perfected even more, you know, if that makes any sense to y'all. 
It does. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we realize about a diamond, you know, to take that, um, just to look at it, now, how diamonds are made, diamonds yeah. are made through heat, time, and pressure. Think about Come that on now. Heat, time, and pressure. Don't they kind of sound like living in this world situation that we're in now? The heat of the surroundings that we are in, the time that we're going through, and the pressure to stick to what the Word of God says, and all those things mold and shape us. And, you know, if you can be there, if you can be patient, the Bible talks about, you know, being patient, you will end up with a diamond. And you know, to speak to something else that you said, when you go to a diamond, diamonds aren't always easily accessible. You know, you just don't walk around and see them laying on, laying on the ground. You have to dig to find those. You know, they said the diamond mine. That means you got to go in and dig and look and search. And it's always not going to be right before your eyes. And, and you sir, they, have, uh, they have uh, zirconiums. And a zirconium, oh. now, it'll look like a diamond. It'll sparkle sometimes, <laughs> but it doesn't have the strength of a diamond. It doesn't have Ooh, the longevity of a diamond. And when the pressure really comes to it, a zirconium will, uh, will, will break. But and sometimes you get that a zirconium on sale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and a zirconium, when the pressure hits, that zirconium will crack. But, but a diamond, they say that a diamond is the hardest substance known to man. So when you get uh-huh. that diamond through heat, time, and pressure, you got something there. Yeah, you know, it looks like it has to. A real diamond cut is last. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And even on, if you bro. cut it, the both parts that you got, the both parts are going to be just as strong. That means so even if there is a divided situation, there's still going to be strength in there. And they there still going to share. they still going to share because they have been molded and shaped and gone through the test, gone through the trial, and they still come out looking good. And they come out just as what it was. And see, yeah. let's, let's tie it into this verse 11 where it says the heart of her husband the safety trust in her, so that he have no he, he shall have no need of spoil. And let's look at that <laughs> on a practical basis. If you got, if you have that virtuous woman at home, and yes. she got your heart, you ain't gotta look at nothing. Else. I mean, you can have Miss America, Miss Universe, Miss World, and Miss Teenage whatever walking right in front of you. And you, you know, but in your mind, you say they don't hold a candle to what I already got at home. He don't have them yeah. either for because he has the, his heart has been taken and given to to this virtuous woman that he has, and he has no right. fear because he knows that this woman that has his heart is not going to break his heart. She's going to hold his heart. She's going to hold it. Right. Because right. verse number twelve goes on and says she will do him good and not evil all the days of his life. Man, that's, yeah, safe, that's safety right there. Yeah. Knowing that yeah, all yeah. the time that you with this virtuous woman, that she's not going to hurt you. Anything that she do is going to be to your benefit and not to your not to your detriment. 
that's a safety road. That's a safety road that we can be living in. Yeah, so we when we when we find that virtuous woman, oh man, we we sitting back in the catbird seat, man. And that be date some people. The catbird <laughs> seat was always a place of safety. Go ahead, but hell, hey, but hey, talk to me. I just, tell me I just about wanted it. to say, I just wanted to say, um, just last night we was talking and we just in a conversation. She said, "Baby, you have um uh, everything you need inside the house." I don't right. think I would want to go get cookies at a uh, family dollar or something like that. And she said, mm-hmm. you got everything you need at home. And um, she said, do you have to go to Wawa's? I said, no, nah, I got I got everything. Uh, she said, well, you don't need nothing. Let's just go home. You know, you got everything at home. And that just uh-huh. jumped out at me. <laughs> All I mean, right. You know, I don't need a spoil. I ain't got to go out there and go hustle, you know, and uh, try but with something, you know what I'm saying, to, to put with what she got, you know, because everything we need is at home. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I told you my, my Proverbs 31 woman is, is in there making. She made it up already possible. We got everything we need for this weekend and then some. Amen? There you go. If we look at that, man, I, 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 you know, maybe we need to talk for this second and look at that. Yeah, I'm over here. I'm kind of, I got a smile on my face from ear to ear. And um, yeah. I'm like, wow, here she is, right here in my face. This is a Proverbs yeah. 31 woman. Is she in the making? And I, I can yeah. see, I can see diamond. I, I can see part of the the the, the ruby of her uh, diamond right. her sticking out right now. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> here she comes. Everything you need is right there. <laughs> you know, you don't right have here. to have. You know, you don't. What they all, you know, I heard preachers always say, and I probably say it to myself. If you got that flowers woman at home, and you don't need to be a midnight rambler. You don't need to have Roman eyes, you know. Because you can walk into any room, and the woman you got on your arm, you know that when you walk in the room, all eyes gonna be on her. But and then you know that kind of boosts your ego. Some say y'all eyes must be on her, but my heart is God, <laughs> and she got my heart. So you can walk in that situation with her on your arm and say, yep. Right. Yeah, though I'll walk through the valley or whatever I'm going through, I should fear no evil because I got my Proverbs 31 woman on my arm, and together we can right. go through any problem, any situation. Because I understand right. that she's not going to do me no harm; she's going to do me good. Amen. Amen. I'm going to go down a little bit further, and in this same chapter, Proverbs 31, you know, uh, we're going to skip down to verse 16 and verse 17. And it says, she considereth a field, buyeth it, with the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard, she girdeth her loins with strength, and stretched forth her arms. That talks to the provision that that Proverbs 30 woman will have for the man that has found her and that has patiently waited and then has done her. That she considers a field. That talks about her mind, her intelligence, her. Her, her attitude towards building up the family unit. She considered fulfilled. I mean, she's thinking about it. She's looking at it, and she buys it. And then with the fruit of her hands, she planted her vineyard. You know, and, and see now, I, I want to look at something that may, many people may not notice in the scripture, but look right. what it says. It says she considers a field. Now, anybody that's ever grown up in the country, a field ain't nothing but a layer of a, a bunch of dirt. You know, <laughs> it, it's just a big flat area with nothing on it. 
chicken sitting on fear, but you have to look at that dirt to see what it is. Again, anybody that knows anything about farming knows that yeah, red dirt, you, can't, you plant something on it, it's not going to grow. You know, in other kind of dirt, if you plant something on it, it's not going to grow. But when you see that rich dirt, that dirt that's full of nutrients and stuff, is that she considers for field. So when she finds that that situation and buys it, I mean, now she has something that she can invest in. And, yes. and then look at this. It says, and with the fruit of her hands, that means she's active in whatever she's doing, she planted a vineyard. And once she plants that vineyard, things are going to go forward from there. I mean, she took a field with nothing on it. And she's going to plant a vineyard on it that's going to provide for her family and it's going to grow up. And you know, let's put that in practical purpose. You know, the, that Proverbs 31, 31 woman, she may see a situation that we don't see nothing in, but she looks at it right. and she sees the potential of that situation and she goes ahead and acquires it and she works it. And before you know it, she got something that's bringing back the rewards and bringing back fruit to the entire family and building up the family unit. Again, having the man to sit back in the cabinet seat, sit back safely, knowing what God can do for him. Man. Yeah, she turned nothing into something. Yeah, now, now you go. Like my she mama turned said. nothing into something. <laughs> turned nothing mm-hmm. into something. That, that's what I'm okay. talking about. That's the one with power and strength, you yeah. know, and her yeah, that does. That's it. Turned nothing into something. If they feel... You know, I grew up on a farm. I grew up on a tobacco farm, and we had 30 acres of dirt. But by the time we were finished, we had 30 acres of tobacco. We sold tobacco, and the money from that sold the sell of the tobacco provided for the entire family. And that's what she took nothing. Uh, if you notice a woman in the kitchen, you know, we can go in there, you know, and I'm not saying this about all men, you know, because you got some men out there that can throw down in the kitchen. But a, yeah, a woman can take some raw ingredients, go into the kitchen, and what she says before you is a meal fit for a king. Yes, and so sir. we just thank God for for what she does. You know, she considers what she's doing with this, showing her ingenuity, so showing her social presence, so showing her showing her strength and exhibiting her intelligence and the mind that God has given her. Man, that thirty one that Proverbs thirty one woman or something else. And once we find one of them, I tell you what, you better grab hold to it, you better hold tight. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go down a little bit further and, and, and we're gonna go to verses twenty six, twenty seven, and twenty eight. And it says <laughs> I know it's good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. in, in our search. Like, uh, let me go back to there because I really want to get at something that you have said. When you said about the diamonds, see, that opened up a, a, a whole new field to me because you got synthetic diamonds, something that man made, you know. <laughs> it, but if God made it, it's going to be better. Come on. So we had, to, come on. we had to look at the things that God has made. When God raises up a woman, She's going to be completely different from the woman that society has made up or the woman that's, you know, all fluff and nothing else. You know, I I saw the situation 
And again, I'm not knocking nobody. If this is what you want to do, go ahead. And I'm not going to talk about it at all. But he, you know, the guy, he met this woman in public, and you know, she was looking good. I mean, you know, she was a showstopper. So she, you know, she went ahead, and they got together, and they got back home, and she began to pull off her wig. She began to pull off Uh-oh. her false eyelashes. She began to pull you off, go. you know, she began to pull off everything that was artificial. And once she finished with the artificial stuff, it won't matter, matter man. Look at it. Oh, my God. What have I got myself into? But when God made when God made it, you know, she, she can wake up in the morning and still radiate. You know, that's the yeah. true diamond. That's the true one. And you can look at it and, you know, you see a diamond, you ain't got to do nothing but just look at it. Because that's how they picked them out amongst all the other dirt, all the other money, other stuff. The diamond is sitting out. And it's sitting out on its own. And that Proverbs yeah. 31, when we're out looking for a, a potential mate or looking for, a, looking for a potential relationship, that diamond sticks out, you know, and then stop looking for the Coca-Cola bottle all the time. That's good, <laughs> but, you know, the Coca-Cola bottle, <laughs> uh, once you drink a Coca-Cola, you know, you're you, you going to, it ain't going to last. It's not going to hold you all the time. <laughs> But you need something that's going to stick with you through the thick and yes, through the thin. You need something that, you know, once the, you can shake up a Coca-Cola, once all the fins go, it's flat. Amen? Yeah. And you got a big mess. And so, you know, Lord help us. So, you know, I, I need to keep that in mind, you know, because everything yes, that you see, just because it looks good, it's not good for you. And yeah. see, here's the why. Diamond in a rough, you know, because I had to look at myself. See, where I come from, you know, is um, Los Angeles, California. All right, that's uh-huh. enough. You, you can consider what comes out of California, right, and how the news presents California. Uh-huh. See, see, God took me out of that, right, making me and um, brought me out here. And I used to kick it and go drink and um, all this and that. And Keisha always told me that uh, she wanted a man of God. She ordered a man that, you know, that uh, that wakes her up early in the morning to get ready for church. Now, I ain't got there yet on that part, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, she wanted uh, God took me out of that. That's the desire. This desire of my heart, you know, is being a man of God. She didn't know all of that at first, but this is what I wanted to do: is be become the man of God that He called me to be out of darkness and into the light. Right. So now mm-hmm. here I am, years later. Um, I'm a deacon now in church, and um, I have my own business, and uh, uh-huh. and um, and God, God has brought me out of that. He made me out of the man I, I used to be into the man that I am today, and it's still making me. So I'm taking taking that and putting it where how my wife uh, used to be. I said uh-huh. used to be, uh-huh. you know, and she. Out of this and that, and now she is this um, minister at this church, and uh-huh. now she works at one of the largest buildings down uh, town Norfolk. And uh, God is done with her yet. All my, right. my problem, one woman is uh, being made before my eyes like God made me before my eyes too. All right. And I <laughs> give God praise for that man. You know right. that's how. I'm looking. I'm waiting on the Lord 
to give me mine, you know, and I'm seeing it come to pass again before right. my eyes. Amen. Let's see. It, it's causing you to grow. Y'all growing right along together. Together. And, there you go. You know, and, you and the more y'all grow together, you know, I saw another example of something about, you know, a, a family unit that had been together. And, uh, it was a husband and wife team, and they had been together for years and years and years. And then it showed the man, he was just sitting at a table in the kitchen, and he didn't say a word. You know, the wife came in, and she looked at him, and she went over and just began to make him a sandwich. He hadn't said a word. She hadn't said a word. She came in, and she saw him, and she looked at him, and they were so close. They were so much in tune that she perceived that he was hungry and he needed something. So she came in and, and made him a sandwich, and she, you know, his favorite sandwich, and they're sitting right before him, and he just sit down and began to eat the sandwich. And she sat down right beside him, and before he took a bite out of the sandwich, he thought about it, and, and you know, the perception was that, okay, she made it, but I'm going to share it with her. So he did it, and he got up and went and picked up and got a knife and cut the sandwich in half and gave her half of it. She hadn't said a word. He hadn't said a word. But they were so much in tune that the in two tune together, she made the sandwich, sit down, but once she had made it and gave it to him, he wasn't all selfish and said, ah, I got your sandwich. I'm going to eat up all this. But before he took a bite out of it, he cut it and he shared it with her. And about that, that's it. Carry it, share it, grow it, make it, and prosper it in the Lord. And, and that's what, that to each I other, think that's huh? what God intends for the family unit to be. That, you know, that, that brings me to verse 26. Let's look at verse 26, 27, and 28. And you know it's going to take us in a, in, a, in a whole deeper understanding. It says she opens her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. The children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband yeah. also, and he praises her. Now. That Proverbs 31, you look at that, it says she opened her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of kindness. But I was talking earlier about Mother uh, Dunlap, how she could rebuke you, and you couldn't get mad because she did it in such a way that you uh, she had can't to accept you. it. Right. <laughs> she can't accept you it. You had to accept it, even, it, even though it did make sting a little bit, there was nothing you could do because you know, she was right, and she did it in love. You always felt the love underneath the rebuke. That's what did she opened her mouth with wisdom. Sometimes some of the some of the most uh, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm looking for a word, but, but some of the wisdom that comes out of a woman's mouth, if we would take the time to listen to it and understand it, so in her in her tongue is a lot of kindness. I mean, you she if we put those two together, the words that she, she said, the wisdom don't say that comes out of her mouth. For you. She don't say nothing out of out the side of her neck. You know, she right. <laughs> that's what it is. Let's just keep it one right. She don't say nothing stupid. She don't say nothing to insult you. She don't say yeah. nothing to disrespect you. You know, she opens her mouth. It's, a, it's like like the word says, with the law of kindness, you know, mm-hmm. on her. 
you know, in her tongue. That's what the man wants. That's what I a man wants. Yeah. And right. And and uh and hey, like I said, we're still in the making. My uh my <laughs> wife will tell you my wife will tell you uh what you done wrong, you know, and she will put it, you know, in a way to where you have to receive it. You have yeah. to receive it, you know. Yeah. And I'm thanking God for it, you know. And sometimes it gets a little rough. I, I'm alone. I came out of a, a a rough neck way, a rough, rough, hard head, you know, life, you know. And I guess God, God had to put that there, you know, to keep me in check because I know I would have been in a whole total different direction if I had had a woman that spoke with me, spoke to me all the time. Oh, baby, this so, oh, baby, that's sweetie, that's okay. <laughs> Oh love, oh that's all right. We're gonna, it's gonna be all right. No, 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 no. I, I didn't want that. God knew that. He knew I had to have a woman that's gonna put it, put it to you and talk to you like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be put. You know, I believe a man needs needs that. He needs um, someone that, to the little someone with a little that's a little sharp around the edges. That's gonna uh-huh. put it to you. It's gonna put it to you straight. You know, because yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, go ahead, sir. Well, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, because I know uh, back in the day, uh, uh, someone would have talked to me uh, in that way. I would probably would have ran all over. God would have gotten where He has me now if I had had uh-huh. a woman uh, spoke to me. Um, what like it's like you're walking on cotton, you know? I, mean, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how to say it softly. I don't need that. I need someone. Uh, she was talking. Let's say she was talking to your ego. She was talking to your yeah. ego. She was stroking your ego. You know, but sometimes um, the words of wisdom, the words of wisdom get cut. And when you put it together, it says, and, but she has lied in her tongue with a law of kindness. So even so, even even if she cut you, she got a band-aid to, to stop the bleed. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, sir. You know, that's a double-edged sword, a tongue with a double-edged sword. Like, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. like the law of God, you know, in her uh, in her tongue. You know, yeah. well, now, she ain't perfect. You know, she ain't perfect, you know, but I don't want a perfect woman. I'm not a perfect man, you know. We won't be made right until we get to heaven. That's right, but darling, you know, grace and mercy can take care of a whole lot of things when we walk in closer yes. to God. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. You know, the, uh, yeah, let's look at it this way. Sometimes, yeah, to make you better, uh, a doctor can't operate on you unless he cuts you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes when they sometimes when they cut you, they had to get down to the problem. You know, you, you, yeah, you no. can't see the problem from the outside, but once they cut you, the problem is right there, so you can work on it to deal with it. And mm-hmm. you know, that's hard for some men to take now because you know we. We got that king of the jungle mentality, and you know yeah. we don't want nobody to <laughs> speak to us out the way. But sometimes, when that cut comes, that cut comes to to fix that condition that you may have. I think yeah. we look at it. In, we look at it in verse twenty-eight, and it says, "Even her children arise and call her blessed." I mean, you know, her children gonna talk good about her. You know, back in the days, we used to have those things we call running the desert. And running the deserts, we you know, we would talk about 
you know, talk about each other's mother. Let's, let's put it with it. You know, your mother this and your mother that. Your mother that. I never could play that game because my mom, if somebody talk about my mom, see, I'm, I'm ready to fight. You know, and, and that's, yeah, that's just the way it was because I consider my mom a, 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 a virtuous woman. I consider my mom a probably 31 woman. So you didn't even joke it. I just, I, I just didn't play there. But to me, my mom was blessed. My mom, you know, she, and I saw my mom do things, and I saw her work, and I saw her, the way she just carried herself. If some Jahim was going to talk about my mom, no, uh-uh. You talk about her, we ready to throw that. I'm serious. That's how it was when I was growing up. Talking about, what you say about my mama? Yeah. What you say about my mama? Okay. You know? <laughs> that's all you got to do is say, what you say? Yeah. And that's it. What you say? Uh-huh. I mean, you yeah, talk about home. me, I don't care. But don't talk about my mother. Don't talk about my sisters. Don't talk about the woman no. that I married. No, uh, uh-uh. those 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 were off limit things. You know, you, you just didn't say nothing to, about them. Yeah, because sir. If you look at I agree. It, and you look at them growers, you know, you you just couldn't do that. It says her children arise up and call her blessed. It says her husband also he praises her. And again, you know, uh, uh, speaking to the males right now, uh, when your when your Proverbs thirty one woman does something like that, don't be afraid to say, "Baby, you did good." You know, baby, that, that, that was I, I, I'm so glad that you did that. Even you know, if she cooks a meal that tastes good, don't neglect to say, "Man, baby, that was good." You know, uh, that was a good. Yeah, I don't know how you did it. You know, you was we said, "Boy, you put your foot in that one." You know. Because, oh man, once you begin to praise her, the next meal will be even better. You know, in her decisions, it gives her confidence to go forward. Yeah, even though you know, when, you, when you begin to praise her even more. And, and again, we bring it back up to that. She will do you good all the days of your life. And it shifts a lot of the responsibility in a relationship, yes. it shifts it back to the man. Because you know there are, there there are triggers in the world. You can hit the good trigger, and you get good stuff. You get good all the days of your life. But bad yeah. if you hit that bad trigger. Yeah. Proverbs also talks about it, it's better to be on the corner of a rooftop than to be in the house of a, of a brawling world. So we just have yeah. to know. <laughs> We have to I know those triggers. Like Proverbs highlighted. Yeah, you know, I got all the scriptures highlight every last one of them that they they that that uh, that's a match to them. Uh, that's just like the other one in chapter uh you know eighteen. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> this is just like the one in chapter five. You know, uh, uh-huh. I got them all highlighted. Uh, you know, this is, this you know things that, uh, things that things that we do we trigger <laughs> a whole lot of the stuff. You know, we yeah, talk about you know, some of the some of the grief, some of the problems that come up. Now, even you know, our, our mouth can get us. We, we just talked about her tongue being full of kindness and wisdom. Some of the time, as men, our mouth can get us in, in trouble. You know, we have to weigh the words that we say, and we have to be able to speak and trigger the things in her that's going to bring out you know even the best parts of her. Because oh man, you know. Uh, uh, Sometimes if you speak, you trigger that wrong part. Oh man, you know you're going to be anywhere else in the world than where you are. That feather which which she unloads, which she unloads on you. You know that's not to say anything bad about her. 
It's just sometimes we open our mouth and we break it on ourselves. Uh, you know, the rest of the Communication huh? rules the nation. Communication yeah. rules the nation. So if I'm communicating with her and she's communicating with me, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. You know, uh, if she can listen to what I'm trying to say about a situation, then we're going to understand it. If we see, I can't understand you if you're screaming at me and I'm screaming at you. Uh, we're not right. going to get anywhere. So if I let you right. finish saying what you got to say, but I got to finish what I'm saying until I say I'm done and you say you're done, then that's the only way we're going to be able to communicate. You know, so if you if I can take it, you know, how you tell me the truth and you should tell them, listen to me how I'm telling you the truth. Now the truth ain't easy to take sometimes, you know. Yeah. Sometimes uh, truth hurts, you know, but this is my, my wife or my husband that's telling me that this person means me no evil or no bad, you know. Yeah. So it listen to this is my friend, my wife, my my road girl, my Sidekick, my all that, you know. So she gonna yeah. keep it one hundred, you know. And I like to keep it that way with her. So we um, we always you know what have to keep in the back of our bed. We're with her, you know. Don't we? Yeah. We 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 yeah. we're right here. And so she's not gonna do me anything to my detriment, even though she may have to speak something that I don't like. Yeah. If I <laughs> and, and, and I take the time. To get my ego and my macho out the way, consider what they're saying. You know, I, I'm, I'm taking a class at work right now. We had to take them all year long. And to talk about, you know, one of the topics that we just had uh, this last past Thursday was of, avoiding conflicts in a relationship. Uh, well, they say in a situation, but I can apply it to to, uh, to relationships. And they said, if you start out, in a confrontational manner and start out in a screaming manner, you don't have anywhere else to go. If you, I put it this way: if you start out at 100 miles an hour, you ain't got nowhere else to go. You know, you you, you start out screaming, and they instantly gonna get on the defensive, and the problem is not gonna work get worked out because you're too busy screaming and yelling and, and, and getting to a point where nobody is talking about the situation. You just try to defend, yeah. to, to defend your position, or the, not not even your position, to defend your ego because your ego is bruised. You you try to defend your macho, you try to defend your manhood, but yet still the situation is not being addressed because you it, it's personal, and the, you think it's a personal attack, so you just loaded up all your girls there. She unloaded on me, I'm gonna unload it on her. My new thing is the battle has been won. Yeah. Keisha, the battle's been won. Or Daryl's battle's been won. When there's a, a confrontation coming to coming up, before it gets started, baby, the battle's been won already. So I oh, don't yeah. have to raise my voice with that being I don't have to raise my voice. She already knows what the battle has the, the battle's been won already means she don't have to raise her voice. We already know who's behind every confrontation, and that's the enemy. The battle's uh-huh. been won, so we ain't got to argue. So so God has already called us uh, to victory. So oh, whatever yeah. it is, we can come back and uh, we, can, we can discuss it if it's worth being discussed. See, also, I think maturity... In this marriage is 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 key 
you know, uh-huh. when the scriptures, when it jump out of your heart, here in the Holy Ghost, it's a little soft, small voice in your ear saying the battle's been won. And you have to repeat it, Daryl. You know, I got to tell myself, Daryl, you got to repeat it. You got to say it out loud so it'll manifest. So she's um, a part of you. She, you guys are one. You're married, so she'll give it to if we're trying to provoke uh, uh, the power of God to, to manifest, then hey, then, uh, we're going to have peace, you know, oh, yeah. in this relationship. Oh, yeah. Problem. Uh, with, um, um, uh, getting into an argument about uh, whatever. See, we shouldn't even have arguments no more. Because, yeah. you know, see, I, at this point right now, if I'm standing together, uh, I don't worry. Leave the Holy Ghost. I don't leave the Holy Spirit. And, um, now I, I ain't mad at the problem no more. Now I'm mad at because now I, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, been left out of the house and then and, <laughs> and now he can't be in the, in the midst of this mess. You know, now I'm mad. I ain't mad at her or nothing no more. It's the Spirit of God is what yeah. I want. Now Spirit got to leave me. Then oh man, I done messed up again. Now I gotta go repent. Now I gotta go read. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I want. To, I want to stay with God. He called me to be peace, love, joy, gentleness, right. temperance, unconditional love, the fruits of the spirit. That's where I want to stay, and that's where I want her oh, to stay. Yeah. Right. The battle, you know, battle. Y'all said something last week that that really, you know, we as men of God and even as women of God, something we should always consider if we feel. In a conversation, if we feel like getting too heated, maybe it is time to step back, take a walk, clean your head, you know, yeah. get in the car, drive around the 7-Eleven, get to a Slurpee, and come back and then discuss it. You know, and, and, and as we are walking away, don't take that time to boil the seed, but take that what? time what to pray. Say? What you say? You know, to don't don't step away to get even madder and build up your defense. Step away, speak to the Lord about it. Lord, calm me down. Lord, let me get rid of it. Let me dissipate this energy. If I had to go outside and kick a tree, you know, let me dispense this energy somewhere else except on the Proverbs 31 woman that you have given to me and let me be able to come back and speak in a voice, you know, this call, and and address the situation, and not the moment that you've given me. Again, you know, we don't want to trigger the wrong thing. Well, come on. Well, in an emergency, I I think I'm just going to drop right where I'm standing, whether it's in the kitchen or in the bedroom (laughs) or in the living room, drop and hit the floor on my face right there, and and they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. She looked like crazy, but I, I got to stop and, and humble myself immediately if something, well, an emergency to happen in an argument or something like that. If you can't All make right. it outside, you sit in the car. Like my pastor said, he said, oh, I just go out and sit in the car, you know, and maybe uh-huh. read my Bible and come back in, and it's all good. So I think we need to have uh, on both of our parts, my wife and, and well, every woman and every man should have a Little signals of peace. Uh, leave, go in the car, drop to the floor, uh-huh. or say um, the battle's been won. Because I don't want uh-huh. no confrontation. This is the woman that God put me with, right? So why am I arguing with her? Right. right. You know, why am I 
having confrontation with her. This is the one God chose out of all the people around the world for me to marry. And I'm in awe still myself of the way I used to live. All of these people I used to be with, they said yes, but I never jumped the broom with them. But this uh-huh. one, out of Newport, Virginia, Newport News, God <laughs> picks up and puts with me from Los Angeles, California, South Central. That was respected. Never oh, thought yeah. about it. <laughs> In between Texas and all these other states that I've been to, this one and this particular woman, uh-huh. he puts me with. So this, now I'm always in awe every day. I'm in awe, you know, because I can't, I'm still, I'm still, she's still new to me. How long, yeah. how long have we been together? We've been together before we've been married nine, eight and a half or something like that. And um, she's still new. I'm still tripping at her. She says, uh, well, they say Miss Hazley. I see Miss Hazley on the mail, and they say, well, can I speak to Mrs. Hazley if someone calls her phone? I'll call. Is he, are you married? Yes, yes. All this is still leaving me floored. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that. <laughs> I'm still um, – my brother's married. He, he got married, and then um, that was it. But uh, I'm still floored. I'm still floored. I have Miss Hazley over here. All right. We should. Who can so, find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? All right. All right. God, I know I searched too, man. I looked and looked and looked. <laughs> and this one was put here. You know how I seen how I met her? I met my wife. I was sitting on a porch um, across the street from where she lived at, you know, and um, I was living with my niece when I first got to Virginia, and I uh, was just sitting out, sitting out there every day. And you know what I said? I'm going to tell everybody this. I said, uh, she's going to be mine. She's going to turn making a left turn. I said, I'm going to get her. That's what I said. I'm going to get her. Uh-huh. And uh, and one fell swoop. And next thing I know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm married. I'm going. I'm marrying her in All Power Ministries, by the, by the way, was where I'm from, a church I claim. Uh, all, all Power right. Ministries. Right. Pastor all right. B. Reese. Mm-hmm. They put us together, and they put us in marriage counseling. They always go to marriage counseling, everybody, you know, before you get married. You go to marriage counseling. All right. And, uh, All right. Because that's how you really find out, you know, what you're getting into. That's the point where you can say, oh, no, you know, or, oh, yeah, you know. But uh, I went to marriage counseling, and then um, we went to marriage counseling, and we found out some stuff. And um, this is the one God gives has given me this I'm going all the way and we got married man we got married I couldn't believe it and um, right. she's she still new to me it's just, just still I'm still in awe you know, you know that, that, that's this. good that, that's a good I'm all, still in awe uh, I'm not going to say I got tears in my eyes I'm not going to say I do mm-hmm. I'm going to say I thank God for what he has done for me in the name of Jesus man and, um, I didn't right. see it come did not see it all come right. you know, God getting ready to bless you out of your mind. You know, uh, you never see it coming. He he, he just, bam, he just blesses you. <laughs> he does. Everybody mm-hmm. that's gotten blessed by God, talking about? He'll come out yeah, of nowhere and bam. You know. There was a song out a few years ago that says, and he did it suddenly. suddenly. <laughs> you said, <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> he did it coming, bro. <laughs> 
There you go. So uh, yeah, there, I there's, one more verse, there's one more verse oh, yeah. I want to get to real quick. It's verse 30. But I think this will kind of tie it all together. Of Proverbs 31, verse 30. It says, favor is oh, deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Proverbs 30, that Proverbs 31 woman, you know, verses that artificially constructed whatever, you know, you're out there. What is it? Yeah. Favor is deceitful. That means, you know, when she's looking at you like you were talking all lovey-dovey, stroking your ego, that's deceitful because you may not know what's really on her mind. Ask some of these athletes, those big, who, who, you know, they, they meet up with this woman and all been, been artificially put together, and then they say, you know, all the things she's after is, is his money. You know, uh, favor is deceitful. Well, that chapter and seven beauty. is Proverbs, yeah, chapter five, right? <laughs> yeah, and that, beauty on, is vain. You can, come you on, can buy on. beauty at a bottle down at Dollar General. You know, you buy a bottle and put all of that stuff, you know, I, I, Again, I saw this thing for this woman, and I'm not going to call her anything else except this woman. She started out looking one way, and they showed it in time lapse how she looked one way, but when she finished putting on her beauty in the morning, she walked in there. You would thought she was a model stepping out of, of having in that magazine. But uh-huh. it, was all, it, was all, it all came from a bottle, brushes, and, and, and highlights. See yeah, fake, fake, right? <laughs> fake, fake, uh, uh, you know, uh, a fake gold chain, all that. Yeah, uh, Zuby Zakon, you know, all of that. She wasn't one hundred. No, no, she was. She was one hundred percent, one hundred percent, maybe ten percent of the max of woman. Yeah, one hundred percent man made. Yeah, that man had the part. Uh, put on your hair. See, I go. I take it a little farther than that. You said the same thing I said. Put the hair on. Put the eyes on. Yeah. Uh, put the teeth in. Then uh, they got to uh, put the nails on. Then, you know, uh, the upstairs and downstairs is fake. And yeah. then um, all these other things you got to add to uh, to try. Right. Look, look some type of way. See, this is a woman that's very, very insecure with himself and, and has lost touch with God. Right. Don't have she, she just wants communication to, she, she just wants to appeal no, to the eyesight. The eye, that's yeah. it. See, when with God is, 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 is confident, she don't care what nobody looks like, and she knows she's beautiful because the Holy Spirit dwells in her, and anything that's ugly and and, and, uh, and that the Holy Spirit is is, is beautiful. You know, if a mm-hmm. woman considers herself not looking attractive, I'm going to tell you from my own personal experience. I, I've seen people come from the world in this place called Victory Outreach Ministry, come from the world, and their eyes, uh-huh. it, it wasn't very appealing to the eye. But after about two or three months with the Holy Ghost inside you and the Word of God flowing through you, you are a diamond in a rough. Uh-huh. I'm trying to, I've seen God transform people before my very eyes. So with the Holy How Spirit, the God, Lord has beautified her. Yes, yes, sir. And uh, and and me, I, I've seen one of the most ugliest person people in my life, and that was me. You know, the number one yes. one. I've seen, but God changed me. But um, 
so right. far as a woman seeing seeing what God can do to her with the Holy Spirit in her, that woman right there, they have all those parts that just gotta look appealing to the eye have not seen what God has can do for her. That's right. Have not you know the last part of this. But a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. When she began to, the Lord begins to work within her. If what's uh-huh. on the inside of her begins to show on the outside, oh man, it's just like a magnet that draws you towards her even more. Because your spirit is going to connect with her spirit. And when those spirits are connected, man, you got a powerhouse right there. You, you got, yes, sir. You got something. You got something that the devil's scared of. Yes, sir. Here we go yes. to our, our last few minutes, and you know, oh. last week we didn't really take the time to really appeal, you know, to the public and to the listeners here. But oh. this time, you know, we, we we really want to talk to the brothers, and you know, some brothers may say, well. Oh man, what are these guys talking about? What do you find this woman, you know? And, and I would suggest to anybody, uh, go to the house of the Lord, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Is there... Because while you while you looking for this virtuous woman, you know, don't you go in there looking like a sack of old potatoes yourself. You know, you go in there seeking God <laughs> for yourself. And once you're seeking God, because, you know, she may be there, but you're not fit for her. You know, they, and that, you know, that may hurt our egos. That may hurt some of your brother's egos. But, you know, you always want this woman. But, you know, why would she want you? Let's flip the script on this thing a little bit. Why would she want what? What are you bringing to the table? What are you allowing to come in? You want all of this stuff, but what are you willing to provide yourself? And so as we you know, we talk to that, we're saying, brothers, you know, look at look at yourself. If you want this Proverbs thirty one woman, you got to be the kind of man that this Proverbs thirty woman not only wants but this kind of man yes, that the Proverbs thirty one woman deserves. Because if she's yes, doing sir. all these good things, you know, she's she's a dime, but she doesn't deserve to be wrapped up in a stick. Uh, uh, in a in a in a stick wrapped up in something that's wooden. You know, uh, wooden you know, it's not gonna last. Well, you know, if, if she's a diamond, you you be gold. So when you got diamonds and gold, you got a pretty situation right there. And how do you make thing. gold? God yeah. has to shine you up, and you know you have to go through the fire yourself to be. And once God puts you two together, you got a power. You got something right there that can conquer worlds. You got something like right there. That when the devil see y'all coming, he said, "Oops, let me leave him alone." Let me oh, oh, else. Yeah. He's a diamond, hey, and I'm the setting, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. A, a, a diamond ring needs a setting to hold that diamond up to show it off. Hey, there he is. So you be that setting to hold your diamond up into the world, so the world can see. What the Lord has blessed you with, because He that fired them, you know, He that fired them, you know, you search it, and you're the founder, so hold it up for the world to see. Be that support, be that thing that wraps her up and keeps her shiny, keeps her before, you know, you keep her before the Lord. How do you do that? Keep her shining up through prayer, 
keep her shined up through 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 studying the word. Keep her shined right. up through the words that come out of your mouth. Praise her, hold her up, lift her up, give her the things that she needs to go forward. And as so pay you a give her, sometimes. she's gonna give you. Huh? Go pay a bill sometimes. Like I gotta do all the phone. Yeah, that's right. You know, so she pay the thing. So I hang up with you, and then I gotta go get dressed, go do this, you know, make this run right fast. She said I can come yeah. back and lay down uh, and hang yeah. out until later on. Then I gotta make another run. So yeah, I got to be part of that. Yeah, make it go do some things for her, you know. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I'm the setting today. I'm gonna be the setting. I'm gonna hold her up and go make this run. So, oh, okay. You know, I just I agree with you. That. I agree with you. We gotta talk. I got no I just got notified by the producer, producer that we're just about out of time. Yes, sir. Yeah, we want to end. We want to end this. Brother Hayden, I thank you. Deacon Hayden, I thank you so much for being yes, with sir. us today. And again, this has been the Reaching the Rassets Media Literary Block Talk on a Saturday morning. And we thank you for listening. We thank you for being with us. And we hope that something that we have said will lift you up and something that will be uh, inspirational or something that will help you along. Uh, let us end with a word of prayer. Uh, Dick Hayden, will you take us out in prayer on this morning? Okay. Um, okay. Lord God, we humbly come before the throne of grace, God, and we thank you, Lord God, that you have appointed each and every man and woman that was listening tonight, Lord God, uh, with open hearts and attentive ears. Father, we thank you, Lord. We just pray that there's something that was said, Lord God, that's going to take a marriage relationship to another level. In the name of Jesus, um, we just pray, Lord God, that you would watch over and keep him, Lord God, from all her harm and danger, Lord God. Let us have hunger and thirst for the word of God. We pray that this radio, this time, was uh, that the word was spoken, my God, opened up the understanding and uh, moved the scales from the eyes and softened the heart and made a right spirit in someone. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray and thank you. Amen. Amen. Again, everybody have a blessed day, and we thank you so much for listening to us on this morning.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.